welcome to Counterpress on The Ringer and Spotify. This is a special Valentine's edition of the show. I'm in the studio with Jilly Flatty, Jesse Bug Humphreys and producer Becky. On today's show, we're going to be chatting about some of your football love stories, some bad dates, some good dates, a little bit of on exes, which maybe sometimes people don't want to talk about. And also, Jilly's going to be helping you through some of your romantic woes because we're here to help, guys. Some of you are going through some tough stuff and we want to help you get through it. So that is why we're here. The Counterpress team is here to help you. So don't worry. But first things first, has anyone got any nice plans for Valentine's Day? I don't know why you're looking at me first, the only single person in the room. <laughs> well, you said yes, I do. I thought you might have something going on. Galentine's. Um, unfortunately, my housemate is moving out. So we are doing house viewings from like early evening, which also is like quite funny that we're just like, I don't care if you have a partner and you want to come see this flat. You're just going to have Better to get suck it up. And we're going to drink some drinks while that they're happening. And then we're going to go to Peck and Plex and watch Magic Mike. Because oh. me and all of my housemates are single for like, I think maybe the first time ever, all of us are single. I so. love that for you, Becky. That's so yeah, great. I'm going to go hoot and holler at the yeah, sexy bobs. be horny in the cinema <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Oh, Jesse. Uh, I am going with my girlfriend to see my girlfriend's best friends play at the vaults. So, <laughs> what show is it? It's called Right Dishonorable Friends. Um, Go drop the plug. Yeah, I know, but I think it's only on on Monday and Tuesday, so I don't know if that will help. So it is a real Valentine's thing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, so it's my girlfriend's idea to go because it's her friend. So I'm like, okay, cool. That takes the, like, the pressure off of yeah. me to make plans. Jilly, what you got planned for Lil? Well, I actually think Valentine's Day is a money-making scheme. Yeah, it is a scam. <laughs> and you yeah. love a money-making scheme. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> not when I'm not profiting from it. Um, no, so we don't. We will never go out for anything on Valentine's Day, but we'll go out for a meal later on in the week. Um, does Lil listen to the podcast? I don't want to expose you. No, she does, and she knows how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> because last week when I said, oh, we've, it's Valentine's Day next week, we're doing the Valentine's special, Jilly was like, what? Next week? So, <laughs> you were, you no were scared. Plans. You yeah. were nervous. I agree. I don't really like to do any special things for Valentine's Day, but my girlfriend was very clear that there had to be a card. There just has to be a card. No presents, no dinner, but just get you a know card. That, you know that that means you have to get her something. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, oh, I'd be careful around <laughs> Really? <that>. So I <laughs> Don't believe her. I yeah, haven't don't believe yet her. bought the card, but my plan is to buy the card after we record this show. Don't say you haven't yet bought the card. Because you know get... Holly is the number one person who listens to this podcast. <laughs> I am going to get the card. Don't worry. I'm going to get the card. You're so... going to be back in the doghouse. <laughs> I'm always half in, half out. Um, and we are going away because it's half term. She's a teacher. So we're getting our fill of, you know, romantic things. You better um, go and buy her some flowers immediately after this. Becky, come on, man. It's, a card is good. I'll write a nice message in it. We don't need flowers as well. Jilly oh, just said it's flowers. a scam. I'm going to get flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I still would not risk not getting a, a card before. Like, Lil does all, like, Moonpig and that. Like, I'm normally, I'm normally, like, the day before. Are you doing flowers? No, Lil don't like flowers. Okay, good. Oh. Holly really likes flowers. <laughs> but you're doing flowers and a card? 
Um, well, I don't like cards, and Zana knows I object to the concept of cards because I think they're a waste of money. For sustainable reasons. But I probably will do a card for Valentine's Day so I can write a nice note. Yeah, exactly. How much I That's love all her. you need. Uh, please let us know what you are doing for your partners on Valentine's Day or what you're doing for Galentine's Day, which we also want to celebrate because our friends are very important to us. But let's get stuck into some football love stories next. We had some people send in some love stories and also send in some questions for advice. And to ensure that we can keep it anonymous, we're going to change some of the names, you know, keep it a little bit mysterious. But this person, do you know them? I do know them. Okay, so Becky does know them, but the rest of us don't. Right. This person is the founder of a grassroots queer football team. Mixed women's non-binary. Yeah, trans... And non-binary inclusive family. grassroots football team they have uh been friends with this person for a while but this girl later became the coach of the football team now people may have an idea of where this might be going <laughs> um the person who is the founder had a girlfriend at this point, then they, they were just friends with the coach. There was nothing going on. This person becomes the coach. Uh, the founder broke up with their girlfriend and was very sad about it. Uh, and they were still friends with the coach at this point. Still just friendly stuff. Uh, time passed by. They went to Ikea together. So one person's moving in and needs some new furniture. And they were like, hey, we're friends. You're my coach. I'm, I'm the founder of this team. Let's go to Ikea together and uh, get some furniture. And why don't we hang out and build the furniture? That's quite a fun social activity. It's very gay. This is so gay. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to Ikea. They get this furniture. Uh, they get a few drinks, which the reference here is uh, loads of pink fizz. Loads <laughs> of pink fizz. And then there's a snog in all caps in this message. Uh, also appreciate Becky's reply saying, OMG, the Ikea part is a lovely extra gay detail. Thank you. <laughs> um, after the snog, they're a little bit scared, right? Because they'd only ever been friends before. So this was new territory. Also, we've got the added background dilemma of the fact that they were involved in the same club. Coach, player, dynamic, but not the creepy kind of one it's a grassroots <laughs> vibe so we're cool here so they were close friends so they decided to slow things down and not go too fast but then i would love to know how they did the that. lesbian um idea of slowing things down like <laughs> yeah. i want to know how how Weeks slow rather it was. Than days. <laughs> so anyway they decided to slow things down uh but then they started to go on some dates and they fell in love. And the emojis are here are like two ears, the crying eyes one <laughs> pointing and the ears pointing, two fingers pointing inside the head. <laughs> oh so I emojis with the ears Sorry, pointing. Sorry, no. Two hand emojis with the, with the fingers. Oh, like this. Yeah, so pointing fingers oh. and like, ooh, I'm crying, I'm so emotional. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that is the lovely story. So they fell in love. I believe they live together now and... Um, both, yeah, with all their IKEA furniture, with all their IKEA furniture and coach, coaches and and players for the team. I mean, it's a, a universal grassroots women's queer football team experience, no? An IKEA date is a great <laughs> date. I know it wasn't meant to like necessarily be a date, but yeah. You were like, top marks. Maybe I should go to Ikea on Valentine's Day. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And I think you're right, Becky. You can probably copy and paste this story for a lot of different teams 
around football, not just in England, but like around the world. It's like a very standard, beautiful love story. Anyway, so. Godspeed. Hope you never break up because that'll be horrific. <laughs> yeah, oh God, don't, don't curse them. Um, I would just like to, on that mention, I posted, we posted on the Counterpress TikTok um, a video talking about Alex Scott and Kelly Smith. And someone just commented like, surely if you get into a relationship with a teammate, you'll just, you'll just agree that it won't be awkward if you break up. Like it's that simple. Yeah. We can all just delete any of the awkward emotional side out of our lives because it's just that easy. And you know what? Maybe they're right. Jesse, talking about dates, talking about IKEA, you wanted to share on this V Day special a bit of a bad date that you had. No, it wasn't like a bad date. This is just like the closest thing I could think of of like a football related love thing, which is that it was way back in 2015 which feels like it was much more recent than it actually was and I started seeing this girl and she wasn't really into football and I obviously am into football Did you just not talk to her for a whole pub trip is that what happened? I can see that as being your vibe (laughs) No, so basically this girl is from Batley and she didn't support a football team, so we were Where's talking. Batley? It's in like you'll, it'll become clear when we talk about the football okay. teams that are <laughs> available to support. It's in Yorkshire, right. um, and so we were like talking about what team she should support, and she said she definitely didn't want to support Leeds. Fair. <laughs> and then the other kind of options were like Huddersfield or Bradford, and Chelsea were playing Bradford in the FA Cup. Oh god! So I was like, oh, why do you pick Bradford? Because they're playing Chelsea. Um, Did Bradford win? So. <laughs> The game wasn't on TV, so but I obviously insisted on listening to the game on the radio. Yeah. So we were at her flat. Um, Chelsea go Tino up, and I'm like, oh, like sorry, this is just the way it goes because you know Chelsea are good and Bradford are shit. Anyway, <laughs> Bradford come back at one four two, and um, yeah, amazingly we did carry on seeing each other oh, after that. I can't, Im- I can't imagine you getting past that. So I'm proud of you. I know, yeah. Uh, I was quite upset about it, um, and that kind of taught me to be smug or try and get people I'm seeing into football. I should have kept it that yeah. she just didn't care, and then it, she wouldn't have even known. She, yeah, but you still would have been sad. I still would have been sad. But yeah, that was the best kind of... But there's an added sting to it. ...bad football date story that I could come up with. Becky, you have had a rollercoaster ride when it comes to love. It's been a rocky last year, year, I'd say. Yeah, Yeah, coming up to the anniversary (laughs) of the chaos. But you you did want to share a little bit of your highs and lows because it's hashtag relatable and... I and think it's we good can drama, all, it's good gossip. It is good drama. So where do we want to start? I feel like we need music for it, but where do you want to start? Um, I'd like to preface this with, I ha- I loved my boyfriend very much. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. I don't want people to think I'm a terrible, terrible person. Um, he is a very nice boy and I loved him very much, but our relationship was coming to its natural end. But we were finding it difficult to find that natural end to be honest um and i every time that we went to box park after a women's football game and i drank alcohol i would be like guys do i do i fancy women <laughs> that's the power of box park that is we spoke this about it is last an week. experience many women have had i believe <laughs> yeah so a lot of time in box park being like i'm just not so sure about this whole sexuality thing like it's very confusing and i spoke about that with my boyfriend at the time um 
And then we had a, so shout out to my favorite group chat, Toxic Lesbian FC, some of my absolute fave pals. And we just made this group chat on one night at Box Park Wembley um, to chat about women's football gossip and then decided that some of us were going to go to Barcelona for um, the Champions League quarterfinal last year. Jesse was on this trip. Um, Jesse, I would like to say, was so oblivious to my gay crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was quite oblivious. <laughs> Terrible friend. But you weren't really like talking to me about it. We also weren't really that. No, good no. I feel like this. This is what time. brought us together. This yeah. is what forged our friendship. I had gone friendship. on the trip. I'd gone to Barcelona with someone else, and you were just also there. Yeah, and so we. All decided combined. to go. I mean, combine as a group. Yeah, yeah. But let, I mean, in a in a nice, lovely friendship, Galentine's vibe. Yeah, this brought I'm you guys so together. Grateful. So actually, it's been the catalyst yeah. for a lovely, beautiful Jessie, bond. Jesse has been my um, Obi Wan gay Nobi. <laughs> exactly, they yeah. have guided me <laughs> through this experience. So we went to Barcelona. We're in Barcelona, and the first night, it was just a few of us, and we had the best night of our lives. Shout out, Jinjin, and Shout whatever out. that Sebastian, was. Sebastian, the drag. Queen, queen yeah. that we love at this bar in Barcelona. Yes, um, and so then the next day, a few more people arrived, including a girl who I <laughs> was just like, "Oh no, I think I fancy you." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh, oh dear. No. And I still had a boyfriend, um, and I, you know, when you just like, "Oh, what is this feeling?" And I, I actually, I can pinpoint the moment that it became conscious thought for me. Um, and it it's morally questionable what we were doing but we were in Jinjin actually after the game and we were playing the hinge game <laughs> which is <laughs> this is the part that's morally questionable you get s- someone's hinge profile up you s- you look at the first picture and then everybody has to guess one thing that will be on their profile um, like a bikini pic or like this is where they went to I uni I still don't understand the concept of this game it's a great it game to me so many times it's a hit so you, it'll just be like Lisa 25 and you'll say and you see the first picture I feel yeah. like went you to have Leeds to uni have, or no, something like yeah, that yeah exactly you right. have to have used hinge I guess a lot I yeah, think because yeah. like, I just wouldn't know yeah how it works you're just so out of the dating scene so settled down <laughs> whatever um and so we were doing it on her phone and we were playing it and then she messaged this girl. She was like, oh, I'm actually going to message this girl. And I remember being like, don't like that. <laughs> don't like that at all. <laughs> um, so that's the moment it became conscious thought for me. And obviously I was having like, we were there from Tuesday to Sunday and I was having a, a full uh, gay crisis. Um, Crushing hard. Yeah, really bad. Um, and we went out on the Saturday, on the on the Friday night to Carita Bonita, the Shout out Carita one Bonita. lesbian bar in Barcelona that it was great. Um, and yeah, I <laughs> got very, very drunk. And I actually have a picture on my phone of the, the drinks measures in that bar because it was like... <laughs> I'm just going to say Spain yeah. just pours drinks yeah. like this. It was like it's a pint crazy. glass and it was like half full of and vodka. And they just pour spirits into yeah. it. Um, another, my favourite part of this story is that when we went to the next club, I was already so drunk that I was sat down on a sofa by my other friend and given a bottle of water and then was like, I'm going to do Wordle, Wordle now and got it into. <laughs> wow. You do perform at, at your best when, when you're I'm drunk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so... The next day, I, we, I was horrifically hungover and I was also very anxious about the fact that I knew that my, my relationship was going to end. 
um, and I didn't eat anything all day. And we went to a museum, we went like to bars, and I was just like in like a haze. Um, and I we went for dinner, and I could not hack it any longer. And so I called up my boyfriend in the streets of Barcelona, and I broke up with him on the phone. And yeah, so that wasn't a great breakup, and I am terribly sorry for doing that. But yeah, it was the beginning of a. Um, interesting time for me you have to share the text you sent oh (laughs) um yeah I also was so the Saturday night I broke up with him on the phone and the next day I was like my flight wasn't till the evening and I was like I simply cannot be here anymore and so I bought a new flight and left at like midday because I was like I have to get out of this this city I can't and I text our group chat from the airport being like guys just um uh, a life update I went to Barcelona uh, in a relationship and straight and I have come back single and bi and it was the single greatest uh, mic it drop moment of my the life greatest text like my life received. was in chaos like absolute chaos but I will never turn down the opportunity to be the main character <laughs> um, and that relationship didn't work out um, but we move <laughs> we move <laughs> we move but um, we did share the Euros together and it was a beautiful month of gay football life and the women's Euros final is probably like my favorite football memory in the world and whenever I think about it I will think about her next to me so there's very much light and shade I think in that I think you know it was a seminal moment in your life and it was maybe born out of some difficult crisis moments (laughs) but you came out of it at, you know, out the other side, a better person, I think. Hashtag <laughs> Thank be- you. Be- Becky's growth era. That's what's the most important. The moral so. of the story is go to Europe and watch women's football matches. You will and come you back will... gay. Yeah. <laughs> women's football is the gateway drug to lesbianism. I am then walking you, proof of that. And then you will find your true self in the only gay bars in Barcelona. That's when you will discover <laughs> your true identity. Well, thank you for sharing that, Becky. Thank you for giving me a platform to share it. <laughs> <laughs> this is now a self-help podcast. <laughs> it's safe to say we didn't actually get that many love stories in our little anonymous link. It was mainly people asking for advice, but we're going to get onto that shortly. But I also wanted to touch on the theme of exes because you so perfectly teed up that <laughs> as well because you kind of crossed two exes in one, but also a love story in many ways because it learned you to love yourself, oh. which is what I'm the message. Did it? Oh. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> Really, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jilly, I know not, people who listen to the show will not know that in the pilot episode we did with Kate, we were chatting about. I don't even know how we got onto it, but we started chatting about playing against your ex. But we were saying, I mean, it's obviously quite likely in women's football, and I think. Maybe it was because we had thoughts around the Champions League draw and DVD and Beth Mead playing each other and obviously an iconic WAG duo and them playing against each other was discourse in itself. But I think that's what got us onto the topic. But yeah, you did once play against an ex. Did you two-footer? (laughs) <laughs> well was, can I just ask was the breakup like amicable or was, was it no, messy it was sort of like a we weren't we was like I was seeing we were seeing each other do you okay, know what I mean yeah, so you're yeah, not yeah. like as in wasn't serious no like it was just a couple of months just seeing each other and it was when I was first like fresh I'd say freshly gay you just oh my fresh gay I'd had a shower I was fresh 
<laughs> it was, you know, when like when you first, like when I, well, I'm saying when you first, but when I come out as gay, it's that. How that, old were you? I was only about eight. I was about eighteen. I think about to say eight. Now. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, that was fresh. <laughs> Come out of primary school. Um, no, then it's like you just—it's like a whole new world. Like, so, anyways, the I started seeing this girl when she—I was very—I was—I was only like nineteen, and she was playing for a team, and I was at Arsenal at the time, and we drew. Well, no, it was a pre-season friendly or something, and I thought, oh, God's sake, like, why do you have to like? Of all the teams to play, do you know what I mean? You could play anyone in pre-season. And then she give it the old big and of, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to skill you up. Against up. Arsenal, who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, and I thought, you're going to be like hammered here anyway. So then I was like, right, I can't be having that. And then she did try and nutmeg me. And I thought, this is not going down. Like, you're not embarrassing me. So yeah, I did um, kick, kick her in the air, I'd say. But nicely. But Did you get booked for it? I don't think I did. I don't. I think that was quite lenient in pre-season they friendlies didn't have with the cards. Yellow cards before 2020. Just to say, Well, even better as well. You got away with it. Yeah, I did, Makes and then it, it was even just, It was alright because it weren't like it was just banter in the sense of after the game, it weren't awkward or anything. But then I said, "Listen, I can't. I cannot be with someone in football." Like that's why I said, "Then I come away," and then obviously was with Lil or am with Lil for seven years. So. I would never want to do that again, like cross wires. Really? You were like, I absolutely will yeah, not. Yeah, I thought, I can't cope football. with this. Yeah, like, I can't cope with playing against You'd them. You'd be I sent can't... off every week. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't cope with that. I also think as well, it's difficult. I've been involved with teams where players have been together and you know they've had a rat when they come in <laughs> straight away because the one's over one side of the room, <laughs> one's over the other, there's no eye contact. Everyone's sitting there going, oh my God, they're rad, they're rad. I just thought, no, I don't want my life and my drama brought into work. Yeah, I mean, there are whole grassroots teams that have disbanded because of breakups. <laughs> so it's... Uh, but also whole teams that have got together, ex-girlfriend FC who play in London, that's their whole thing is they all have been out with each other and that's how people join the team. So is that actually their shtick? I think maybe not anymore. I think people have joined, but I think in the beginning they had all like, a lot of them had dated each other. That's kind of iconic to wear it as a badge I mean, of honour. I mean, like, chaos, that's our brand. If you start it like that, it's all like... All teams, all women's football teams are going to end up like that. So you may as well just be like, like go into it, it with that. Get yeah. ahead of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ahead that of makes it. a lot of sense. That's true, actually. Well, we've got a lot of things to get into when it comes to advice. So I think what we can really see from our listeners is a lot of you um, are not happy in love with love stories. A lot of you are going through some shit and you're in crisis. They're my people. <laughs> Very much relatable. So let's get into some of that next right this is something which I feel like lots of people be familiar with it's a classic tale a classic rom-com sort of situation someone has written in saying I think I'm in love with my best friend and it's fucking terrifying. So someone said, I've recently started to come to terms with the fact the way I felt about my friend isn't just friendly, sisterly love. I've realised that I'm in love with them and it terrifies me because I don't want to ruin our friendship. But at the same time, I feel like maybe there is something there that I should try and pursue. A tale as old as time... Chili, let's go to you first with your wisdom. We know you're wise because you have been made it very clear, you know, you don't 
don't mess with where you work. Keep things very, <laughs> you know, keep those boundaries. Yep. Seven year relationship. You're Seven doing year, something she's doing she's doing the right thing here. So what would your advice be to this person? Do they risk it all and dive in and go for it? Or should they just stick with the friend zone? I do think it's risky because if your best friends, like it's not just you're just friends, like she's saying she's best friends, like that's like next level. You could lose all that by crossing a line that just doesn't need to be crossed. But then I've also feel life's too short. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So if you you could spend your whole life thinking she's the one and then that person might feel the same way. And I just think there's lots of friends that you could they could be best friends, really. Like, do you know what I mean? They could be new best friends out there. But I'd say go for it. And so often romance does blossom from friendship anyway. So often those are the people you're most compatible with. Sometimes you've got to take the risk because love doesn't wait for anyone. Sometimes you've got to take the risk. Becky, I can see you over there. You're not feeling too confident. You are thinking, shut up your feelings, put them inside, block them away yeah. and let it eat you up um, inside. <laughs> as someone who recently broke up with someone in my extended friends group. You're saying it's a risk you don't want to take. I'm saying that that's not fun. And that's just like extended friends group. I don't know. Your best friend. Mm. Jesse. <laughs> I say get drunk, make out. <laughs> <laughs> Always good advice. I just don't think you can go wrong. And then if it goes, it's if it's awful, just never talk about it ever again. <laughs> or, or just laugh about it and say, haha, was it really funny when we were both quite drunk and snogged? Yeah. And then see where it goes. It's a win-win scenario. Yeah. I, I found that's always worked well. I think... I say proceed with caution. <laughs> I'm really the like, let's not believe in love too much. And like, <laughs> like we're being pragmatic here. Let's not like go crazy voice of this podcast today. Okay. So I'm sorry to be the downer. <laughs> whoever you are will let you take what vice you like there. Obviously, we don't condone excessive drinking, but if that's the way <laughs> you want to excessive, roll. excessive, just, you know, a nice bit of tiddly. D- Dutch, Dutch courage. <laughs> yeah. If that's the way you roll, I would certainly go with that one is feel yourself, you know, like you're confident, you're the best person in the world, you deserve love, all that sort of stuff, and go for it. And, you know, you... Whatever happens, you're still going to be a great person on the other side of it. It's not going to change who you are. Just be. I've been pied before. It's fine. By your best friend, though. If you a friend. When imagine, I was in, when I was imagine in school, how awkward it would be if I fancied you and I was like, Flo, <laughs> let's go out. <laughs> let's not manifest that. <laughs> we don't want the Google you know, algorithm you know thinking really funny. More. You yeah. know what's really funny? We walked to that Spotify event last week, and Flo was on this weird like, I'm going to ask you like a hundred questions. Like, would you rather do this? Or, and she was like, Who in your life would it be most uncomfortable? Like, would it make the most awkwardness if you had a crush on them? And I said, my my housemate, but it probably be you. <laughs> let's not manifest it. <laughs> But speaking from experience, but this is when we were at school, when I was like 13, I really fancied a friend in my, not a best friend, but a friend in my extended friendship group got pied, but we don't ever talk about it. <laughs> but I think occasionally we do laugh about it if it comes up. Did you up, just like say it? Yeah. I shot, I shoot, I shot my shot. I, think, I think, you know, if you shoot your shot and then you can own that you... I've always been shot. that kind of person. Like every single person I've dated, I've always been the one to be like, right, let's go for a date. And I am not that person. Two out of three times it worked. I wait for One the out of three, yeah. it yeah. didn't work. Yeah. So. The alcohol is the key. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a theme in our yeah, advice that... questions. Next one, right? 
The boy I've been having an up and down thing with for a few months very recently ended things again. R.I.P. Sad, but fine. But the issue is... This is great. (laughs) But the issue is we have tickets to go to the Arnold Clark Cup in his hometown. (laughs) So going with someone else isn't an option, but I don't want to miss it too soon. Or do we go as in we go together? Jilly, what are we thinking? Nah, if he's ended it, I'm not going there with him. I'm asking for that ticket. Yeah. He, yeah do you think we? Hometown. Do we think he has the email? Where is confirmation? it? Coventry or Milton Keynes or Bristol? They're three very different type of boys. I think, depending <laughs> on where they're from. Yeah, can you, ta- if can it's you tell Milton us which, Keynes, which do not miss? Because oh. I reckon it must be Bristol because I think that's the only game that's sold out. Yeah. Otherwise, you would just, just buy, buy another ticket. Your own yeah. tickets. Interesting. Also. I need to know, yeah, where the email confirmation is. If that's in your inbox, screw him. Just go to the them? game. Who bought the tickets? Uh, who as well? bought them? Because but if it's in his home. I bought, all of those places are accessible within a day. I suppose it's the e- is it's it the evening, evening game? Yeah. So where are you going to stay? Mm. Don't go. Don't go with him. But do, but do go to the Arnold Clark Cup because it's like although can you go to a different Arnold Clark Cup game? Wouldn't it be mm. the most chaotic Arnold Clark thing that you could do? To go. The patron saint would Arnold do? Yeah, Arnold would go. The patron saint of women's football would say chaos rules yeah, and therefore you should go with your ex. But even though we respect Arnold Clark RIP, no. we don't think he gives the best relationship advice. I think he does. Do it. <laughs> you were supposed How's that to be, out you, Becky? Becky, you were, supposed to be, you were supposed to be the smart, sensible one and now you're trying to She's make it. Okay, sorry. I do actually have some experience in having something planned with an ex around football. Um, and it's messy, man. It's, I... I'm really torn because I do think Arnold Clark chaos is the the funnest thing, and also like I would like an update on the story if you do go to the Arnold Clark Cup with this boy. Um, I think I need more details about the breakup specifics. Yeah, I'm gonna say the question makes it sound like they're not that asked about the breakup. So we're thinking go to the competition. Yeah, no one. Yeah, Sorry, Jilly, overruled. <laughs> he's mm. not gonna. He's not gonna care. Doesn't sound like you are either. And just go for it. And please report back. On but I think go, but. Don't go there to win him back. No, no. go there to watch no, the game. No, Absolutely no, not. No. Focus on yeah. the game. So what, what are your intentions? If you're going there with the idea like we're going to get back together, don't go. That is dumb. Yeah. But if you think that you can handle like hanging out, being friendly and have a fun time at the Arnold Clark Cup. I just want to see Serena. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right. Buckle up, guys, because this one's a big one. Right. Getting really into women's football over the past number of months and it started to make me question my sexuality. Gateway drug to lesbianism. (laughs) As maybe not straight, but I have no idea how to go about starting to explore this. Get drunk, make out. (laughs) Jilly? Um... No, I think, yeah, I think maybe go get drunk, go out, have a little explore and see where you go. Isn't it? <laughs> I really need brow raise on explore then. <laughs> go and have an explore. Go find yourself. <laughs> go to the Garden of Gay. <laughs> I would um, I would say um, maybe just like tip, tip your toe into a dating app. But the first, actually, the two times I have done that after I broke up with my boyfriend and after my last breakup, I saw my friend, Kira like within like three swipes and it really freaked me out. Um, so it's difficult, but I feel like that's maybe like where you can start being like, ooh. 
I find dating apps very overwhelming. I open one for about five minutes. And they are, they're just a minefield, especially if you live in a big city where you're going to find especially a lot of people you know. if you're in a women's football team. And like, you're in a I women's have seen team. all of my teammates on Hinge and I just, I'd say I don't, I say no to all of them. Do you I'm think like, a dating on. app is actually like if you want to explore like a good way? Because I've been gay for my whole life, so I don't really have any experience in this. Like, I think it's like a good way to dip your toe in if you if you're not sure about your sexuality and you're like, and if you don't, it all depends. Like, do you have a queer friendship group? Like, do you have people around you that can like kind of like Jesse did, hold your hand and like take you through it and like take you to fun spaces where that you can explore that. Um, and I do also think that, like, I see a lot of people on Hinge being like, I'm also just looking for, like, queer pals. And I think that, like, having a queer friendship group was, like, I didn't really feel like I had to, like, come out. It wasn't really about that. I just was, like, you know. I feel like everybody was very excited for me when I got back from Barcelona. And it was really easy to then just, like, kind of explore that with those people around me. So uh, I think queer friends is the key Yeah, to I would say be mindful of dating apps because I think they're a bit overwhelming. So I would say go at your own pace, definitely. If you have experience of dating apps and that's a, a nice way for you to explore in like a digital sort of context, then go for it. If not, I think seek out any queer pals that you do have who might be able to kind of help you find the right social situations. The best thing about women's football is go to a game and you'd find loads of queer people to hang out with and that could Just be the stepping stone. Send us stone. a DM and we'll meet you at Box Park Wembley after the Women's FA Cup final. <laughs> well, Becky will be your ambassador <laughs> and do that. I'll take on the Obi-Wagan oh gay like Novi. Yeah. <laughs> like you're all grown up gay. <laughs> yeah. Becky will hold your hand as you go through the doors. Are you proud of me, Dad? I am. At Box Park, lead you through. I think that's the most important thing. And I also think there's, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about queerness on this show throughout the season and in specific episodes. But I also think sometimes not everyone is going to wear that so loudly and that doesn't necessarily matter if they're not so kind of visible or it's not like part of, their brand like it is with us um, but I think sometimes that will take you by surprise like you know there's a lot of lot of maybe oversharing in this but certainly like when I got together with my current girlfriend it was a situation where like we didn't necessarily know that each other was not straight does that make sense so I think sometimes you you spend a lot of time second guessing when you're in relationship to people of the same gender because it's like do you fancy me do you yeah. not fancy me? Are we friends? Are we not friends? And that can be a hard one to navigate that helps sometimes if you just have a few drinks and snog, but also that's not always the the easiest way to go about it. So I think... Didn't you just have a few drinks and snog? No comment. Um, <laughs> I, think, I, can, I think you can explore some things with like some flirty messages, some flirty DMs and try and sort of work it out from there. And then eventually, like Jesse told me advice just shoot a shot. You just got to go for it. Just ask someone out on a date. And this comes back to the theme of, you know, just going for it. So I think... Obi Gay Kenobi strikes again. Yes, with the advice. So keep going to women's football games. Keep exploring that. Come to Box Park. Becky will help you through it. And then shoot your shot. Right, this one is, uh, is a good one, guys. Wait till you hear the big reveal. <laughs> I have a twin brother. We went away to different unis, but in the same city. A few months ago, he brought home his new girlfriend... A girl I slept with in first year. Of course, he didn't know, but I find it both funny and mortifying. We haven't acknowledged our history, and honestly, I don't plan on it. 
what do you think they should do? Should they mention it to their twin brother or should they keep that under wraps? Jilly? I wouldn't say anything. I don't think you should say that. I think, if listen, if they're happy together... Yeah, but what if they stay together and get married? Like, he's got to say at one point. Yeah, but why? Mine is a, listen, <laughs> it's just going to cause drama. Just let them crack on and... Yeah, The thing is, I would say that now because it sounds fresh and new, but I would be worried if it turns yeah, into a really long forever. thing and they stay together, they get married, they have kids, whatever that might long-term vision might be, and you're sitting there That's the whole time thinking, I slept with that girl. That's I just never don't think a it's on you, though. I feel like it should kind of be on the girl. Yeah, maybe she don't want to mention it either. I think I'm, I'm very torn Are on this identical? one. Are they identical? We don't know. Don't know. You assume not because... That would be Maybe really she's thinking anyway. it's him <laughs> and didn't, didn't realise that he had a twin yeah. and then's gone home and seen him sitting there and been like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a whole other subplot. That's a whole other subplot. <laughs> um, I'm very torn on it because I'm like, that is something that you just have to say straight away because now you've left it. And the lo- and like now you can't say it, but like the longer you leave it, the worse it is. Like, what if they do get married? Like, and you're going to be sitting on that secret forever. That's going to come out at some point. That is going to come out. So I think you need to get ahead of it. But you've already. I'm so sorry. You've already. It's too late already. It is too late already. So I. I, I it's now or never. It, yeah, and I. I think that it. You know, it depends <laughs> on your relationship with your twin. But like, and it is on the girl. For sure, but also, can you can you sit on that for the rest of it's your life? It's not both of them. It's not necessarily on the girl. I don't want to put the pressure on on her. I think they could both text each other separately, saying, "Should we mention it?" Or is that weird? I think, I that's think weird. it all depends about whether they're identical. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's a big, a, that's a, a very big key big point. Thing, that's yeah. the deal they breaker. can't be identical. They can't be. I don't believe that she would <laughs> she would sleep with someone and then sleep with. They're identical twins. But that's what I'm saying. If she has, then it, the onus is on her because that's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Unless it's mistaken identity. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then she thinks, mis- I'm stuck. Nah, yeah, case now of mistaken identity. Well, we will hold our breath to see what happens, but I think... Who was better? I think someone's... <laughs> I think someone's... Someone's got to give in that one. Someone's going to have to break their silence. Uh, this is a, a very nice little football rivalry one here, but my friend supports Arsenal, but her girlfriend supports Chelsea and her girlfriend has conceded that Arsenal are her second team how do we convince her that Chelsea are evil and shouldn't be anywhere near her first team (laughs) let alone that you can't have two rival teams as your top two well can I say as someone whose family are Arsenal fans and I'm a Chelsea fan I consequently have a bit of a love-hate relationship with Arsenal I don't think it's bad I think it's weird to support two teams I'm gonna say but I don't think it's bad to have like an affection, a soft spot, a soft spot for a team that, like your girlfriend supports, say, because you're probably going to be around them a lot. That's why I kind of ended up like having a soft spot for Arsenal because, like, when I was a kid, I went to Highbury rather than Stamford Bridge. But if Chelsea Arsenal play each other, you you can't have any divided loyalties there. So I think it all depends how you feel about that. I just think pick a team. Mm. But she's a Chelsea fan. I, I agree, like my, my half of my family are Everton fans and like I do, like I, I love them and I, I want them to be happy and um, and if you love someone and you want to see them happy and they support a team, it's like you do, yeah, you want them to win because then that, that person's going to be happy. That's, so, that's why I think the only thing is, is yeah, if they're playing each other, 
You've yeah. got to know got what to side you're on. Yeah. But otherwise, generally, I, I don't really see that's the problem with that. Chilly? Yeah, I think there's <laughs> there's enough worse things in the world going on right now. <laughs> and that will happen in a relationship than a football team. So I think, yeah, same as Jesse. Like, just when they play each other, you can't be supporting both. You can't have, like, one foot in each camp. Do you know what I mean? You've got to pick a side, stay with it. But... Yeah, that, you're yeah. going to have a lot worse relationship troubles. I was going to say, if the football team <laughs> choices are the worst thing, then you're pretty lucky. You're in, you're in a good place. Yeah. Also, why would you be able to convince her to support Arsenal? Because they are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jilly, this one's for you. Is it from Lil? <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting me for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Kate's not with us today because she's uh, in training. Contressi's got them working hard. But this person has written in saying, what chat-up line can I use to get Kate Longhurst to go on a date with me? <laughs> she is such a vibe. Heart emoji. So- Kate definitely wrote that, didn't she? <laughs> she was definitely sending that in. I don't believe that's from someone else. So as someone who's played with Kate... <sighs> For a fairly long time, you've known her a very long time. What would you say is the key, is the way to Kate Longhurst's heart? West Ham. <laughs> that is the way to Kate's heart is West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, she loves them. She's so irons through and through. Yeah. To go out with a game to her, I don't know, go to like, go dress that all in West Ham gear, anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think that's a solution? Yeah. <laughs> Full kit. Go and stalk Kate. Someone walking on the street. <laughs> Get she'd be like, <laughs> I reckon she'd That's go, a me. what a salt, what a salt. Yeah, anything West Ham, don't do mere wall because then she won't even... She'll be fuming. Yeah, she'll want to kill you rather than date you. <laughs> I don't know how successful that's going to be. What, being West Ham? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's it's always good to, you know, if you like someone to like have a go with their interests. Kate does love West Ham as well. Like, there'd be times at trading when they'd be, they'd be playing a game on a Saturday, right? And we'd be in there and she kicked off at one of the girls once because they celebrated um, someone scoring a goal against West Ham. She was like, it's not even funny! Like, proper <laughs> switched on the girl. And everyone was like, oh. But yeah, she gets very... Um, she, yeah, she loves him. Yeah, I mean, I just put in the WhatsApp group from the Saturday game that I thought was silly that Emerson didn't celebrate his goal. Cry harder! She <laughs> <laughs> was fuming! <laughs> and we did say that it reminded us of a teenage boy on Twitter, the way she loves her football club. This one's for you, Jilly. Someone's written in saying, I only fancy central defensive midfielders. Very specific here. Any advice on how to fancy players in other positions? What is it about that position? That's just hot. It I is don't hot. even know what. I don't think Why? it's a very sexy position. I think, I think at all. it is. I think. Did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think maybe defense is hotter. No. Like, what specific about the defensive midfielder though? Well, I I mean, yeah, that's like maybe it's that's like way the more specific. Of like they breaking up the play, play, yeah. up the play yeah. spraying a couple of passes, keeping it simple. Yeah, you know, like, trying to do too like, much. Exactly. Like you're not like showboating. You're like, but like you, if you're good at what you do, what you do, but you're like, it's a know. hard role to play. And yeah. if you do it yeah, well, exactly. Oh, but I'm you're not like winger. the star. That's the sexiest, I think. Interesting. What player have you got in mind when you're saying that? I think that's a good. I think it's a good shout. Quick, skillful. I think that's a good idea. But how? But how, the question is, how do how do they fancy someone else? How do they? Any advice on how to fancy <laughs> players in other positions? Um, think about what you like most about 
the skills of the defensive midfielder and then look for yeah, people that's in good other advice. positions that yeah. have it. That's maybe the best advice of the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, it's been a roller coaster ride. We hope we've given you some good advice. There's probably quite a lot of bad advice in there. Before we go, we just want to quickly put in a little uh, Valentine's playlist for you guys. So we're all going to come up with a song. It can be a love song, but it can also be a breakup song, depending on what vibe <laughs> you're feeling. So, Becky, you want to hit us with your choice? Oh, for so the... we're going not love song first. Okay, so um... we'll start things off on a rocky road. <laughs> This one's for all my single gals out there. <laughs> um, Silver Springs, Fleetwood Mac, specifically live because I will. I won't say that it's gonna the heal you if you need healing from a breakup, but like it's gonna help. That's my that's my entry to the playlist. I love it. Uh, I'm gonna go with a a love song, but it also has a sort of heartbreaking. Angle, which is Lamar, if there's any justice. <laughs> That's a tune. Yeah, that it's a tune. A, tune. Uh, a favor of my girlfriend, so I know she'll appreciate that. Oh. And yeah, classic tune. So that, that's going to be mine chucked in the playlist. Jesse? Um, I'm going to go with Many of Horror by Biffy Clyro. I really struggled to come up with something. But anyway, that was just what came into my head when I thought of like a nice. Is it, I, don't know, I don't know the song. Is it, uh, is it a love one? Is it a heartbreak one? What's the vibe? No, it's like a love song, I think. But it's always hard with Biffy Clyro to understand what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> the accent is so strong. So maybe it's a love song. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I like it. So go and listen to Biffy Clyro today. <laughs> Julie, how about you? Um, mine is Secret Love Song by uh, Little Mix. Oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't have you jazz a little mix, No, girly. Do you know why? Because this song was, it came out when me and Lil first oh. started oh. seeing each other. And at the time, Lil wasn't out as gay. So it was all about, like, like why can't we dance oh. on the dance floor? Oh. All this. So, yeah, that was, and she'll kill me if I don't say anything about it on this pod. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that's really cute. That's really nice cute. song. Wow, what a way to finish. I I'm feel gonna very. I'm going to go listen to that. Full of love now. Um, hopefully some of that advice helps you guys get full of love. Um, maybe some of it won't and maybe we'll be end up in disaster. But please let us know. <laughs> either if, way. <laughs> either way, if you do pursue any of the advice that you we've given you. And also please enjoy the Arnold Clark Cup, which kicks off this week. Obviously one of the most exciting times of the year. And whoever you are who goes to the Arnold Clark Cup with or without your ex, <laughs> hope it goes well. And we will see you all next week.